We hear it all the time. Turn back the clock. Is it really possible to look younger? More importantly, to feel younger than our biological age. I'm Natalie Tisdall, a journalist who decided enough is enough. I left a career that looked glamorous to do what I was scared of doing, going out on my own. I'm a married working mom of three. On this podcast, we're going to talk about issues that really matter. Why am I not sleeping? What's up with that diet everyone's talking about? Are my kids falling behind? How do I leave that job and start over? Welcome to the Natalie Tisdall Podcast. I'm so glad you're here. Hi, everyone. It's Natalie. I'm actually kind of tired of hearing that phrase, turn back the clock. Why are we so fascinated with looking younger? Well, it's just a part of our society, but you know what I want? I want to feel younger. I want to have more energy. Don't you? After turning 50, I started to feel tired. So here's my question for you. Is it because of our biological age for me, 51, or is it because I'm really not treating my body well and taking on a different mindset. If you've been here very long, you know, I am a huge believer in the power of a positive mindset. So it's not just that there are simple things that we have to do at different stages of our lives to stay healthy. And in turn, that will help us feel and yes, look younger. So what are some of these things? My guest today is an expert on all of this nutrition, sleep, epigenetics. Yes, you're going to find out what that means. Larissa Petrini is an age reversal expert. She helps women get years back. We're going to talk about skin, about moods and hormones, because all of that matters. Will you do me a favor and subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already done so? And would you take just two minutes to write a review for me. This helps me grow and it helps others find the podcast and also learn from the world-renowned guests that I interview each and every week. You'll find a quick link for the review in the show notes. Promise it only takes about two minutes. Okay, let's turn back the clock and get started today. Larissa, thanks for joining me. So I love this topic because I think all women our age, I mean, really any age, we're looking for ways to not just look better. We don't want to focus so much on that, but to feel young. And have energy, right? <laughs> and have energy, which is young, right? Yes. Thank you so much for, for inviting me. We had an amazing chat before, <laughs> I should say. We could that. talk forever. We're yeah, yeah, yeah. we could talk forever. So before <laughs> starting to record, uh, we, we had an amazing chat. So thank you. And yes, this is actually what every single woman I work with desire. They, all of them want energy, vitality. And of course, if fit and tone is on the agenda, they, they will not say <laughs> no to that as well. And uh, when we feel good, I should say, we look good as well. Yeah. yeah. It's not the other way around. We so can look good. I mean, we can do some interventions. We can go to a dermatologist and take care of our skin from time to time. It doesn't mean we also feel good on the inside. So from my perspective, it's the other way around, definitely. And one thing I, I usually say in my interviews, and everyone is shocked, I say 70%, and this is coming from research, 70% of the way our skin looks has to do with what's on the plate. Mm. So if we really want to get the glowing skin, we want to look fabulous, the first place we need to have a look into it's definitely our diet and what's on the plate. So 70% of the battle, if I can call it like that, is there. 
And then, of course, there is a separate conversation about lotions and potions and rituals around skincare and how often we do what and so on. So, yeah, that's definitely where we should start if we want to turn back the clock. (laughs) Okay, so let's get to the difficult part. When we're not feeling well or when we're tired, often what people reach for are the things that are emotional eating. So, you know, I know myself and I think other women will agree with me. I'm going to go for some salty chips, some Mm. chocolate, a glass of wine, the things that (laughs) are probably making it worse. Talk about what's wrong or okay with that. And Uh then what we should have on that plate that's going to help us. Uh So first of all, and this is a lot about mindset and a lot about what I like to call the self-care mindset, which is a bit different because it's uh, mindset in general is one thing. And I like to separate them, especially because I work with high achieving women. They have a great, amazing mindset when it comes to Mm. their job, career, they're ambitious, driven. When it comes to losing some weight or getting the rest or having some discipline around meals, this is a very simple Ideally, an ABC or it's part of the ABC to have regular meals. Mm. You would be surprised how many women, they don't have time. They skip their meals. And then, of course, they end up around 8 p.m., sometimes even later, in front of sweets, in front of Mm. sometimes a glass of wine. You just mentioned that. Mm. Or some salty chips, junk food. This is also the case. They are so tired, so exhausted. And the easiest thing to do is to order some food. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's pizza, sometimes might be burger. And it's not just for them, of course, it's for the whole family. So it's the easy way out. Now, when we talk about self-care mindset, mindset, just to, to set the scene a little bit, is all about beliefs. And beliefs are what? Uh, beliefs are those truths or those statements that somehow decide what needs to be right or valid in our lives. Mm-hmm. So the more we do, we, we rehearse those statements, the more we start believing them, they become beliefs, right? So, yeah. and some of them are coming from our parents. For example, one, one of the, and this is something that I inherited from my mom. Uh, she was a, what I like to call a martyr. She had the martyr, I could call it a syndrome. She had this belief, because we talk about beliefs, that she is important after everyone else. Mm, yes. Served and they, yeah. their meets. Putting their everyone meets. before yeah. themselves. We, yeah. A so lot of women do that. I do yeah. that. Yeah. I have to work on yeah. that. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So this is uh, uh, one of the, um, the the mindset shifts I would do. I am the number one priority. Mm-hmm. When I say that I am the ni- number one priority, lots of things are changing around. And I choose to believe whether I am worthy or not worthy of my own attention. This is very basic. Mm-hmm. Attention means what? Attention means some time for myself attention Mm -hmm. means i every sunday or when i do the planning for the week and we usually do that for the business but not always do it for ourselves and the one of the things i I say to my clients is let's use the planner let's use the the planning session 
to block some time for ourselves as well mm. and for our needs. These are primary needs. If we don't manage to, to prioritize those, yeah. energy is not there, focus is not there. We can become cranky, we can snap at people, be distracted, yeah. turn to food as a cop-out. There are mm. so many outcomes we don't like down the road. Yeah. So am I worthy of my own attention? This will be one of the things to look into. And yeah. if I, I, the answer is yes, what I need to do in order to get there. What I need to block, meals, for example. Meals should be blocked. I also blocked the time when I sleep in my calendar. It's there. It's a great reminder. And I also have a reminder on my phone. So every night when I need to prepare myself for bed, to go, before going to bed, and there is a, a routine I, I have in place, my phone reminds me of that. And you might say, but we all know we should go to sleep and we all know there must be a routine in place. I love this idea of number one, tracking, and number two, following a, a certain sequence for our routines as a reminder, first of all. It's the same way a pilot, for example, follows the steps. They know by heart what they need to do with the plane, right? But they still follow the checklist. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We don't need to have a 10 items or 10 items or 15 items on the checklist but even a few if we follow them if we manage to 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 do that we can definitely get into a different completely different place yeah. i have no time this is something that i hear a lot this is another mindset. i have no time right i have right. no time yeah. versus i can make time or i am in control of my time Yes, We get to decide and the way we are wired, the way we function as human being is thoughts by engaging in certain thoughts. Those thoughts are triggering a certain emotion and from there we engage in a, cer a certain behavior. And then of course we get the results we want or we don't. So if I, tell, if I keep telling to myself, I am not worthy of my own attention, mm. I don't have time, mm. I have no willpower, another example. I will never be attractive at this age or I'm too old or everyone else is more important mm -hmm. or I will yeah. never lose weight. This is another one coming from my clients. So we can switch this. And instead of saying, for example, I will never be attractive, I can say, I am gorgeous. I am amazing. I look amazing. Yeah. And we can focus. Maybe we don't believe ourselves, especially if we look in the mirror and there are some extra pounds and some wrinkles. We don't need to go in the opposite direction, we can focus on certain parts of our body we like about ourselves. Yeah. Maybe the eyes, maybe the hair, maybe nails, why not? Maybe something we, we, we put on our body, like a dress, a beautiful dress, or maybe makeup. We wear makeup and we like the way we look that particular day. Same with willpower. If we keep telling to ourselves, I'm lazy, I'm weak, Instead of I'm strong or I'm learning to become stronger or I'm learning to be more disciplined, this is a very different or triggers a very different emotion. Yes. And from this emotion, we can engage in a positive behavior. There is no way we can start working out, for example, or meal prep or discipline our meals or, or plan our meals when we feel like we have no willpower, uh, we are not good enough, we are lazy, we are weak, we are not attractive. It's very difficult to start from there. Yeah. So 
what I do with my clients, and this is very much related to mindset, we work a lot on crafting a new identity. So before engaging in any plan, any strategy, any recommendation, we start with who you, who we are and who we identify ourselves with in terms of identity. What type of woman do I want to create? And it's deep inside ourselves. It's just about the beliefs and what we choose to believe about, about that. So we start from this foundation, with this foundation, and then we move into the nitty gritties, if you want. Yeah what they need in terms of food, how they they can start prioritizing and create some time. And one thing I, I, I ask my clients, and this, this is a very easy exercise for anyone listening to this episode. If we go, and it has to do with I, ha- I have no time. If we go in our phone, settings, screen, screen time, and this is what I do with Mary, my clients. This is, almost. Yes. That's yes. your time. So you just found, congratulations, you just found some time. Sometimes are three hours. Sometimes I have clients with six hours of screen time mm. on their phone. That's a lot of time, yeah. plenty of time to do lots of things for ourselves. So yeah. sometimes we, just because we started to believe so much and to reinforce, if you want, this identity, we don't see or our mind doesn't want to see what's in front of us. And time is something we create. Definitely. Sure of is. course, yes. we, we need to say no to some things, not to all of the things. Yeah. We don't yeah. need to never watch Netflix, for example, or never engage with social media or, I don't know, going out with friends. This is different for everyone. It doesn't mean we don't have a social life. It just means we put ourselves first and those important activities we need to, and there are not even many. Yeah. If we manage to incorporate three workouts a week, we don't even need one hour. We can do it. We can have a workout. Sometimes could be even 35 minutes. Yeah. Three times a week, non-consecutive days. And then we take care of our sleep. Sleep is our best friend in our 40s and beyond. It's so, so true. I, I learned that the hard way by mm-hmm. working. And I talk a lot about that on this podcast, that I worked early morning hours as a morning TV anchor. And I, what, I like you said about your mom, I thought I was doing everyone a favor because mm-hmm. I was putting them first, being a mom all day, but getting up in the middle of the night and not getting any sleep and having no energy. But Mm -hmm. I want to go back to something you said, because I think this is so important. We started the podcast with how to reverse aging Mm -hmm. and everything you've talked about, aside from food and what you put on your plate is to start in reversing aging with your mindset. Mm -hmm. And the most important thing that I heard you say so far is to create your time and to take control of your time instead of letting life take control of you. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of women struggle with that. It's mm-hmm. we let things, for instance, our email. Sometimes I've, I've, I find this so fascinating because we get a list of emails and we just keep answering emails, emails, mm-hmm. emails, instead of saying, I'm actually going to answer emails for 20 minutes a day in mm-hmm. my time, instead of immediately answering people that come in to my box or text the same way, just responding to everything in life instead of controlling it and finding blocks of time to do it 
so that it's your schedule, not someone else's. Does that make sense? Absolutely. And it's the difference between uh, being proactive in the way we take care of ourselves or being reactive yes. and literally catching the balls other people are throwing. Yes. It's because so when we wake, yeah, when we wake up and the first place we go is social media, mm. instead of spending a little bit of time, we don't need a lot of time with ourselves for the morning routine, for example. And if morning routine is something that feels like pressuring and, oh my God, I don't have time to have a morning routine, we can have a tiny routine. We don't need to do all the things yeah. and we can be successful without that. We can move it for a, a bit later if kids if we need to take kids to school or prepare breakfast for them and all of those things we can have a, a, a routine later a little bit later probably around 10 11 it depends if we are working and go in an office space that's completely different so again these are not and i don't believe in one size fits all solutions anyways so asking ourselves this is a very easy simple question and i ask this question to myself every morning how do i feel and how do i feel is such a simple question and then the second question after is why do i feel the way i feel mm. And then I uncover the thoughts running around free, <laughs> freely in my mind, in my head, because everything we feel has to do with what we think mm. and what we believe. Yes. So these two questions, how do I feel and what, why do I feel this way? And then the third and last question is, what do I need to intentionally believe in order to feel better today? Mm. And this is, talking about mindset and mind management because this is as simple as that it's nothing else than mind management and it's so pity because we learn and our parents educators they they teach us how to eat how to walk how to do lots of things but nobody unfortunately is telling us how to intentionally think and organize our thoughts and mm -hmm. also question our thoughts because most of those beliefs are not even true Yes. We borrowed them or we simply put them on, on the rings and repeat and start believing them without ever questioning if they are even true. And yeah. in 90% of the cases, they are not even true. Yeah. I am fat, for example. First of all, I always intervene when I hear my client saying I am fat because this, is, this, this sounds like a new identity, mm. right? It's one thing to say, I have a few extra pounds mm -hmm. and a different thing to say, I am fat and to identify yourself with a, a, a fat woman. First of all, it's, it's pretty violent to talk to you like yeah. that, to, to have this statement in the mirror. It's not even complicated. What we need and sometimes is difficult, we need this level of awareness with our thoughts. This is the reason why I like to do this every morning, to set the scene. And the same way I work out and I take care of my physical body, I also take care of my thoughts and what's going on at, at the mind so level. So important. We have yeah. to start the day like that. I mean, what can we expect with the exactly. rest of our day if we start it in a negative way, or we yeah. start it rushed, or we don't have a time block, or we wake up, like you said, and the first thing we see is negative news or social media that makes us feel insecure, like to plan your day and your time block. So first you mentioned what you put on your plate. So we know lots of healthy, um, healthy things. So important for, to reverse aging. Secondly, your mindset and how you time block and how you intentionally plan your day. 
what else would you say? You mentioned also like lotions and potions, and does that really make a difference? Can we really help ourselves with products to feel and look younger? There are a lot of them out there. Hey everyone, it's Natalie. I am excited to let you know that I'm opening up spaces for collaboration and advertising and sponsorship on this podcast and on my YouTube channel. If you're a brand looking to grow in the wellness, family, or mindfulness spaces, I would love to collaborate with you. You can find a link to get in touch with me in the show notes, and you can always find out more about what I'm up to on natalietisdall.com. Exactly. And the confusion is, uh, is, uh, is also there. The short answer is not really. Mm-hmm. The longer answer is 70% is what's on the plate. So 70% has to do with what we put in our body. And it's not only food, especially in our 40s and beyond, supplements are also important. Mm. And we don't take them just by going to Google and doing a research on ourselves. What's important there is to know exactly what we need. And this is the reason why we use the most complex genetic report available right now in the world to see exactly what buttons, I like to use this metaphor, needs to be pressed or avoided and how to navigate Mm -hmm. these years. So by the end of our strategy session, for example, we we call it a blueprint intensive Every client knows exactly which supplements, which are supplements for the following three months, and then on the long run, what they need to to take and use. So supplements plus food. And then I don't say we shouldn't use any of those potions or lotions, but we should not rely on them. And skin is an amazing, I like to call it a feedback mechanism for, for us to see whether or not things are in balance inside our body. So if something goes wrong at the gut level, we are going to see some signs on the face at the skin level. Sometimes we might be lactose intolerant, for example. It's a very simple example. So many of my clients who are lactose intolerant also deal with acne, adult acne. Just a small example again. It doesn't mean we put the diagnose just by looking at at someone's skin. But if we learn how to read our symptoms and understand our body, we can get so many insights and tap into simple solutions and simply by by avoiding certain foods that are pro-inflammatory or foods that are simply not good for us. I, for example, I am very sensitive to certain types of fats, saturated fats. Mm-hmm. And I know this from, it's coming out from my genetic report. It's black on white there. And I was very curious to see how I feel right after I consume saturated fats. And I'm not well, I don't feel well. So mm-hmm. I know it, I have the awareness. The next step for me is to just follow the plan, follow the strategy and get where I need to get from there. A lot of people might be asking at this point, and we can put a link in the show notes. How do I access this? Like if it's really as simple as some type of test to say saturated fats are bothering me or lactose. I think there's at least here in the US, it's sometimes hard to get those answers without a whole lot of trial and error. Yeah, this is exactly what we do. And this was the main trigger for me to move from 
being a um, health coach, health and nutrition coach, and then certified sleep coach into epigenetics. Epigenetics, Mm -hmm. from my perspective, is the future of health. Mm -hmm. And it's the future of health because it offers us personalization, us experts, uh, a level of personalization that you cannot find from blood work. You, I mean, there are so many tests available on the market, but you cannot get to that level of personalization. And there are six pillars, for example, this is a 200 pages report. It's not a tiny report with just a few pages. It's pretty complex. We also have our own algorithm and app and you can get insights about your sleep and mental health, Mm -hmm. even predispositions to certain diseases such as Alzheimer or Parkinson or dementia. Uh, Fascinating. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the skin pillar is also very rich in, in insights and we can uncover the exact ingredients that are good for you. I am famous for <laughs> ditching most of my clients' products from the, their shelf in the bathroom so, because most of them are, are useless. They And even if the, the potions or lotions are expensive, it doesn't mean it's what they need. Mm-hmm. So we, we change the, the whole protocol, skincare protocol. They switch to the products they need, they, personal, uh, they need at the personal level. They don't recognize their skin. They're like, oh my God, this is amazing. I, I can't believe my skin is so glowing and so looks so, so rested and so good. So skincare is their mental health and then diet, supplements, movement. What type of movement is good for us? So important. Mm-hmm. It's not the same for everyone. Some yeah. women thrive on cardio. Some other women thrive on stretching. They stretching like yoga, pilates, this type of, of movement. Some other women thrive on high intensity training. It's yeah. not the same for everyone. Yeah. In my case, for example, if I would pick cardio, inflammation is triggered immediately it's Mm. it's there i feel it i see it in my body it's and i i had no idea what 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 was going on and then the report came in and i was like of course (laughs) this is what's going on in my body and what works for your yes what works for your best friend and they keep telling you to try it try it it's great yeah might not be good for you so to really know that and that's something you can test for yes Yes. Wow. So the type of movement, the exact macronutrients, micronutrients, supplements, vitamins, mm-hmm. and then predispositions for certain lifestyle diseases, even diabetes or mm-hmm. obesity, certain intolerances such as gluten and lactose are there yeah. as well. Yeah. How we deal with coffee, whether or not we are sensitive to coffee or not. Mm-hmm. And then stress. Stress is such an important pillar in the in the report because stress and the mental health and, and sleep these are, especially in our 40s and beyond, mm. they become almost like the number one priority before yeah. food even. Yeah. We are so exhausted yes. and, and so tired all the time. And sometimes we don't even need food. We just want to sleep or yeah. rest. Yeah. And because of that, we, we put a lot of emphasis on, on this pillar, on mental health, sleep and, and stress. So this is another, another pillar. And then we have a, a pillar for immunity. And especially now with everything happening in the world, immunity and prevention around Mm -hmm. anything that might come our way is Mm -hmm. so powerful. 
So, so this is how we actually start our our process. We have a look into all these insights and data, genetic data, and then we craft a strategy. There are two parts in this strategy. The first one is the short-term strategy for the first three months, and then the long-term strategy. There is also a very important information for our clients, and this has to do with their biological age, what's going on at the cellular level. Yeah, We cannot change what's on the ID, but we definitely can reverse the biological age with sleep, with what's on the plate, with supplements, movement. There, again, this is different. But if we, and again, it's not we make it easy. We don't, even though this is a complex report, it's a 200 pages report, Mm -hmm. we make it easy for our clients. We also use a telehealth platform Mm -hmm. and give them exact tasks, tasks so they, they know exactly what to do. And I can follow in real time. I can watch what's going on with their food, with their sleep and everything and give them feedback uh, there. So even though we don't really like to hear that, as we age, we need to set aside more time for our self-care and rest. Yes. When I say self-care, I mean rest. I mean a little bit of meal prep. I cook twice a week. That's it. You don't have I, to do a big meal every night. That's exactly uh, it's exhausting, and it's, it's it is. You're tired. It's a lot of work. Yeah. yeah so yeah. I do. I, I meal prep today. For example, was a meal prep morning. So I do it on Wednesdays and Saturdays. I'm gonna move to Sundays and Thursdays, but that's another another. Uh, you planned story. it, like we said. You yes. time blocked yes. that, yes. so yes. you're not trying to I have a menu. Yes, for myself, because having a menu doesn't have to do with losing weight necessarily. Yeah, it just gives you some boundaries. It yeah. gives you some some control on the portions, and also you can assess not assess but pre decide what you are going to consume. How many yeah. greens? How, uh, I love fish, for example. I have three types of fish in my menu, and then proteins. So many women don't consume enough proteins, and this is the the ABC again. Of course, we turn to pizza. Of course, we turn to chocolate. Of course, Mm. we turn to anything around, especially refined carbs and junk food if we don't consume enough proteins. Yes. At least this. I don't go into carbs and uh, macros and all of that, but at least the proteins. So this is the only Meats and lentils and proteins that, yes. 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 So proteins, and it's a very easy formula for everyone. It's one gram per pound. Mm -hmm. Very easy. Yeah, yes. very easy. Very easy. And this is the way we, we we coach our clients as well. We give them simple formulas. They know how to calculate their calorie need. And yeah. then if they need to lose some weight, what's the percentage-wise, the, the, the calorie deficit they need to, to be in it's, so that yeah. they will not starve themselves because that's not the way to lose weight. And then we also teach them how to assess whether or not they have enough proteins. I'm a big believer in tracking what we eat. Because if you don't track, you don't manage. You have no idea. And then you're just exactly. guessing and continuing exactly. to eat. And yeah. 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 And even yeah. if you do it after, the aftermath is also powerful. Yeah. You can still see whether or not. And you can understand from the physiological point of view why yeah. you were, you had sure. uh, certain, uh, certain uh, cravings, for example, for sugar. Yeah. And sometimes it's emotional. I don't want to say it's just physiological and it's just because we don't consume enough proteins. There are two, always two potential root causes. One is psychological and the other one is physiological. So our body needs 
other macronutrients and we don't give it enough. So when it comes to the psychological pillar, usually what happens, and it's also a little bit of mindset work there, we are not willing or available to sit with our emotions. We don't like how we feel and we use yeah. food as a cop-out. So, so many people do that yeah. regularly because yeah. it's just easy and it, it's become a habit for many people. It's easy. And so many people don't know how to even label an emotion or name an emotion right. or recognize yeah. an emotion. Yeah. And this is just the first step. And then we need to sit a little bit with that emotion, process it. It sounds like we don't want to go there, but it's not that difficult. If we learn how to do it, how to yeah. feel it in our body, every single emotion sits in our body. Yeah. So if we learn how to number one label and number two process that, in time, we manage to actually sit a little bit with that discomfort or in that discomfort. And then simply we, can, we could use anything else as a cop-out. It's interesting how we turn to food instead of turning to, I don't know, could be a walk, could be mm. a chat with a friend, could mm. be a bubble bath, right? But it's easier. And of course, it's a, it's a longer conversation about the certain chemicals we also trigger at the brain level and what's going on with dopamine and so on. So again, it's the easy way out for, for yeah. everyone. And identifying it is the step first step. Yes. Well, we've gone through so many great ideas mm -hmm. and we, we could talk for hours. I learned so much, but <laughs> most importantly, we start the age reversing process with knowing all of these things, being aware of it. We talked about time blocking. I, I mean, so many great tips. I want to give you a second to uh, give people more information on if they want to go deeper and they want to learn more about you and contact you. How would you suggest they do that? Uh, there are two ways. I will start with a free guide we offer, and this is on 10yearsback.com. Uh, there is a PDF we offer for free, and this is about my favorite age reversal secrets, and they're easy strategies they can start implementing. So 10yearsback.com. And then the second place, and this is where they can book a discovery call with me and go through uh, our process and share with everyone interested, what does it mean to start taking care of themselves in a personalized way. So this is at connectwithlarissa.com. Okay. We will put those links in the show notes. Larissa, thank you so much for your time thank and your you. expertise and just your, your beautiful way of explaining things. It's so nice to thank meet you. you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for joining the Natalie Tisdall podcast. You can follow along on Instagram and at natalietisdall.com. Subscribe to the show to catch every new episode and leave a review so I can continue to bring you fresh content. See you next week.